Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. This is Outside Perspective. I'm your host, Adam Meredith. We have another amazing guest in store for you guys today. For you guys that are repeat listeners, welcome back. If you're new to the show, welcome for the first time. Uh, Here we are every week, twice a week. I'm sitting down with interesting humans, trying to gain some perspective. And you folks are along for the ride. This episode is brought to you by Jumbo Superfoods. I love those guys. Are you using CBD? Have you had thoughts about CBD? You know, the number one question I get asked about CBD is, Adam, will it make me fail a drug test? Maybe. If you're taking like ungodly amounts of uh, CBD, then I guess that is a possibility because it could build up in your system. However, or if you're using a low-grade quality CBD from a company that doesn't test their products. Uh, So to speak to the first issue, there can be up to, I think, 0.3% THC allowed in CBD products. And that's just because it does come from the cannabis plant. Now, while the hemp strains do have little, which would be that 0.3 threshold to to 0% THC, if you are taking an ungodly amount, then there could be a buildup of THC. However, most people aren't taking that much. And then again, to the second issue, if you're taking low quality stuff, then I don't feel sorry for you. So you just got you just got to be smart about it which is why i do love jumbo superfoods all of their products are sent to a third to- a third party laboratory to be tested and they post those results online for you to actually view those yourself so you don't just have to take their word they do have the documentation to follow that up when it comes to anything i'm putting on my body or in my body sourcing is the of the utmost importance. You don't want to put any low quality shit in your body. This is your machine. This is your vessel to this is the vessel that we encounter that we interact with the world. So why would you not want to be at your optimal and put the best shit in your body and on your body? Jumbo CBD is using all premium ingredients. They're using all high quality organic shit. And you'll notice the difference. Uh, so go check them out because I think you're going to get a lot of benefit. You know, CBD is uh, showing – CBD is helping people in many different ways. You know, CBD has been shown to aid in digestion and brain health and gut health and inflammation regulation and mood regulation. So there's just a lot of benefits, and I think that you guys will – experience a ton of benefits and fun story i was actually just asked you know adam man i'm in a i'm in a rush you know i need some cbd cream today where's a good local place that i could get some from and honestly dude i didn't have a good answer because i only use jumbo superfoods and they're based in california and I order all mine online. So I didn't really have a good recommendation to go to local. I do know that you can buy Jumbo Superfoods here in the St. Louis local market in the St. Louis local market at Lucky's supermarket. Outside of that, I don't I don't frequent any of these places because I found a fantastic company that works and that's doing shit right. And that's what I stick with. So I cannot recommend them enough for anybody who's interested in CBD or wants to try CBD, especially the Muscle Balm, one of my favorite products that they have. Uh, definitely, definitely, definitely a must-have for my recovery protocol. So again, go check them out. It's jambocbd.com. That's J-A-M-B-O.com. Put the code in outside when you check out, and you'll save 20% off your entire order. So again, jambocbd.com. Use the code outside when you check out, and you will save 20% off of the entire order. This episode is also brought to you by Sub-Zero Wellness. Why? Not because they are a sponsor of the podcast, but because my guest today 
is the owner of that business and I fucking love them. They actually did used to sponsor me whenever I was a fighter. Whenever I was fighting, they would help me during my training camps for my recovery. You know, cryotherapy has quite a few benefits. It feels great. All those cold shock proteins and endorphins and man, there's just there's some really cool shit happening with uh, cryotherapy. So we do touch on that a little bit. But my my guest Megan Sanders, who again is the, is the owner of Sub-Zero Cryotherapy, she is traditionally a physical therapist and she moved into massage therapy and man, she's just an awesome human being and we actually ended up talking less about like the uh like physiological stuff we, we and and you know, massage therapy and and we ended up talking a lot more about just connection and society and man she on her business card and she mentions this you know she's a difference maker and uh man this was just a, a great conversation i really love connecting with people especially somebody who is on an empathy level that i am not on uh it's something to aspire to so guys please give it up for megan sanders All right, Megan Sanders. Here goes nothing. Where's it Megan Brown Sanders? See, here's my thing. I do this thing where I, I'm so used to seeing somebody's name on social. Whenever I say I say the whole thing in my head all the time. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Even if it's like a weird name. It could be like Cool Modi Chuck. I, I'm going to say that in my head every time I see that. I'm going to associate them with what they have on like Facebook sure. or Instagram or something. I'm sure. So, and I know with women... They uh they do like their their maiden name mm-hmm. and they'll just put that on there. But some people keep that and they actually go by that. Nope. So I don't I don't know. I'm not a hyphenator. Oh, you're just Megan Sanders. Then. I am. Okay. Yeah, that's just so people can find me on social media when they're still looking for Megan Brown. So all of that to say, Megan Sanders. Here I am. <laughs> What's up? Good things. Good things. Exciting things. I know lots of exciting things. Yeah, a whole lot going on here. Um, I love cryotherapy. Good. I first came into the St. Charles, not St. Charles, Chesterfield location. Mm-hmm. You guys are since moving to another location. But before you're moving to another location there, you expanded here. We did. And yeah. you, have, you have a sick-ass location here. It's, like, really nice. Thanks. And, like, you have a big, uh, a big relaxing space, like, where people can, like, you have, like, this lounge area here. You got the inversion tables. You didn't have the inversion tables at the other place, did no, you? No, no. I love the – do you do you use them? I do. I love the inversion. It's I'm like huge. Um, we we came into this location in March 2018. Yeah. Um, kind of on a whim. It oh, was really? It was really fun. Like, yeah. Matt – the owner of Project Deliverance. We're connected to Project Deliverance for people who haven't been here before. Um, you don't access the gym. A lot of people think they have to walk through a gym yeah. to get the recovery lounge, and that's been a challenge for us. Different than our Chesterfield location. That's a standalone. Yeah. Um, but we... This is the front of the business. It is. Yeah. yeah. You actually see us before you see the gym. You have to walk through our area. Yeah, through you to get to the gym. Exactly, which is great to see people on the way to the gym duck their head and run past us sometimes. Yeah. Because they're like, we just want to get a workout in. I'm like, feeling guilty. I'll see you when you're out. (laughs) Exactly. My thing is, I always say, um, you know where to find me now. Yeah. And that's the goal. I was like, I hope that people have a regular recovery plan. If you have a regular training plan, you should have a regular recovery plan. It's, it's, It's so vital. I don't know how you can skip that. So what I've learned is like, we always talk about like training and nutrition and, and then we've always kind of put recovery as this also like this third pillar of health. But like, I've had this, change in the way I look at it can't remember who I was listening to who made me think of it but like recovery is and like sleep is the foundation of our health because it doesn't matter how well your diet is or how much you're training if you're not getting proper recovery it's all for nothing like your body just won't get the results you're looking for I agree and what I've what I've found and my background's physical therapy so yeah I've, do you want to tell the folks your background with it well <laughs> I was like I'll get to it I'm okay. sure I'll <laughs> I'll start talking and then not yeah. stop and you'll wish you never would have asked but you're good. um I started out in physical therapy, and uh-huh. so rehab, right. right? Everything's rehabilitation. And I think people use the recovery and rehab interchangeably in their heads. Yeah. So they don't think, I need to recover. 
until something starts hurting. Like, so I need to fix what's broken. Correct. Instead of it being part of your normal routine and your maintenance. That's they're, so true. They're not, they, they wait until, oh my gosh, my hamstrings are killing me. What should I do? Should I stretch? Should I cryo? Should I roll out? Yeah. It's always then reactive. They start thinking. Exactly. It's never prehab. It's never like exactly. being ahead of the curve. You're seeing that more and more in today's climate, mm -hmm. but I'm glad you said that. I've never thought about how people associate recovery with rehab because it's so true. We always do it when it's too late. Right, which I think I think prehab's a sexy term now, right? Yeah, like we're it's hearing that buzzword. It, it is. You're seeing it everywhere, and I kind of dug into it. Um, background physical therapy first, duly licensed in massage. Right. First CEU class I took in massage uh, was for a technique called the muscle release technique. It's very similar to ART. What's ART? Active release Active technique. Release. So chiropractors, yep. mm -hmm. good Active chiropractors release. do lots of body work. Like they're doing stuff. Because guess what moves the bones? The, the muscles. muscles. So when they snap those bones and they adjust you and they put you back in alignment, something moved those bones out. Yeah. The movers, the muscles. So good chiropractors, and there's great ones out there, do an amazing job of addressing the muscle imbalances. Right. So. Yeah. Um, a good chiropractor should have, like, massage therapists in their office, and, in my opinion. And a lot do. Yeah. A lot do. And you so see it more and more. Some people use them for relaxation. If they can relax the muscles, the adjustments go easier. Mm -hmm. Some people use them after an adjustment to continue to stretch before they leave the office to see if they lose their adjustment. Yeah. So I've seen it used both ways and I've worked with a chiropractor before in the past and had similar results. Yeah. And it was really a lot of fun because sometimes as I'm stretching, something adjusts because the muscle relaxed. Yeah. And the bones go back into alignment and the chiropractor checks you and, oh, you don't need an adjustment now. Oh, man, I, I, so I started going through like these daily mobility, like, I, cause I have, cause I'm doing, so I'm doing this program called 75 hard by Andy, okay. Andy Frisella, Absolutely. who some superstores and all that. And it's two workouts a day, but like realistically you can't go balls to the wall twice a day, every day. You'll, you'll hurt yourself. So like you have to modify like the intensity. And for some of my workouts, um, all I do is just like 45 minutes of mobility where I'm doing like cars. Like are you familiar with cars? They're controlled articulated rotations. It's essentially, yeah, just taking your joints through all their motions. Functional, yeah, functional mobility. Exactly. Sure. Whatever, the fu whatever term you want to put on it, right, for marketing. But I've been doing that. And like the idea of the program is it's like a mental toughness program. So it's like just taking the time to commit. And for a lot of us, we, we all skip rehab. We all skip mobility and stretching and these different things. So from a mental aspect, there's huge gains there to like say, I'm going to take 45 minutes to like take this time and just like work on this. I've had huge gains. My point in all that is sometimes I'll be doing it and like I always start with prioritizing my spine. I go at the base of my hips and I move my way up my spine. But like I'll be doing like these huge like circles and I'm just like all oh, these like cricks and cracks and pops and like everything's just like moving into place and it feels so good. But for so long, do you remember the myth, like, if you pop your knuckles, you're going to get arthritis? Absolutely. It's like, what? It's big, big ogre hands. Yeah. Like, right. That's not how that works, guys. Right. But people associate that with it. But it feels so good when you move through there and things just, like, pop into place and realign. Yeah. It's my favorite thing when I'm stretching a client. They come in for low back pain. They're like, my back's killing me. Can you please work on my back? Absolutely. Lay on your back. And yeah. they're like, wait, lady. Like, I don't know if you heard me, but my back hurts, so I'm going to lay face down. I'm like, that's adorable. I'm the professional. Stay face up. <laughs> and so what people don't understand, and functional um, functional movement systems, yeah. right? Gray Cook, he talks about the um, kind of alternating joints, if you will. Like, knee is meant to be stable. Your hip's meant to be mobile. Yeah. Your low back's meant to be stable. So when we talk about a solid core like and lumbar. holding. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So the lumbar spine is supposed to be stable. So when people hurt in your lumbar spine, that means you probably have a loss of mobility in your hips. Right. So I spend, I spend 30 minutes stretching their, their legs. Yeah, and their, their IT bands and their hip flexors. Absolutely. It's like, so psoas, rectus femoris, piriformis, all of them start to, and yeah. by the time people come to me, they're so wound up and in so much pain. It's not one muscle that's tight. It's one that's led to another that's led to another. Because when we talk about the mobility joints, I say it's a group project. Yeah. You know, one muscle holds, one another one actively fires to move you through your range. Right. What if the holder stops holding? Now the mover has to hold and move. Right. It's going to compensate. Exactly. And so everybody starts doing the wrong job. And before you know it, just like in school in a group project, one guy doesn't show up to even help you at all. <laughs> the other ones get ticked off and they're all mad. So yeah. you're hurting. All of them hurt. All of them are short and tight. A short, tight muscle can't perform. Right. You want a hypertrophy. You want to be stronger. You can't do that right. if it's already short and tight. And people are experiencing like referral pain where like they're hurting here. And it's like, well, yeah, I mean, you're hurting here, but it's like actually like catty corner where the problem is. Like yeah, you where you hurt is never where the problem is, where it manifests. Right. And yeah. so it's all, it's all connected. So like the little kid's song, you know, the hip bones connect to the knee bone. Yeah. Tell them, tell them the truth yeah, all well, day long. 100%. So, so when you start with an issue in one place, 
if you don't address it immediately, it will manifest in the next joint adjacently. Yeah. So. Yeah. I found decompression is just it's a huge benefit to that. Like whether it's the like the inversion tables or I had surgery on my I tore my I tore my uh, rotator cuff in my labrum and I had surgery in 2016 and ever since then almost pretty much daily I have a hanging protocol where I just go up to like a pull-up bar or whatever bar and I just hang and just let everything relax my shoulders are way better before like than before I got the the injury so like I'll do both grips like a pull-up grip and uh, a chin-up grip over under yeah Mm -hmm. over under and man the benefits of that are huge and just like the um like my shoulder girdle is just completely opened up and just just for the for the the health of the joint and it's just it's like it's unrivaled i feel like it's so it's something everybody can do right now and it's free absolutely just hang i was like we don't and the same thing with stretching yeah i tell people i was like they're like how often do you want to see me how when should i come back i'm like that depends on you yeah if all i did during our 30 minute or 60 minute session was stretch a muscle and if your pain is gone because the muscles relax the joint has mobility the, the nerves not being pinched you're not getting the referral patterns if all that's gone all i did was stretch a muscle yeah you go stretch your muscles. Maintain that. Go do that thing. Yeah. And so my job is to find what's tight, teach you how to stretch it well. And our body, the beautiful thing about our body is the most frustrating thing about our body is it has its amazing ability to compensate. Yeah. So if one thing's tight, something else gives more, somebody else picks up the, you know, picks up the slack. Yeah. And so when we're healing the body and that's in reverse, the same thing. It's like when you stretch, your body's going to go, oh, I don't like the way this feels. So let yeah. me just go ahead and rotate out of it. And right. so your body will move out of a stretch. And you're like, look how great my mobility is. I'm like, no, your hamstrings are still trash. Yeah, you look just at your low back. Yeah, exactly. That's why you're seeing more and more like programs come in there. You, dude, the uh, like yoga blocks have been, or like tennis balls have been just great mobility tools because they're like points of reference to where it's like, look, like you're you're giving here. So if you just do like, even if you're doing your hip, I saw this thing where like if you're on all fours mm-hmm. and you put like uh, a yoga block on your hip between you and the wall. Like now you're securing that against the wall. Now move your hip and see where you truly are. Because now if, if that falls, that just means you compensated and you moved. You have this ref- just direct referral. Absolutely. So there's just so many like tricks you can do. And so you have biofeedback. So one yeah. of my favorite stretches for the hip flexor, um, rectus femoris is a hip flexor and mm-hmm. a knee extensor. And so most people when they stretch their hip flexors, they just get psoas and iliacus. So mm-hmm. iliopsoas complex, mm-hmm. they just put their hip in extension. Yes. If you put that hip in extension and then draw that heel to your butt to your butt yeah it's a whole new world 100 but you'll rotate out of it so i actually do the lunge on a couch because for a lot of my clients it's not comfortable to kneel yeah and i use i use the arm of the couch to put my pelvic bones against mm. so that way i know when i pick my heel up if i rotate off my pelvic bones not on that couch yeah i like then i rotate it out so there's yeah. lots of different biofeedback cues so that way you're aware of your body and the way that it's compensating on your behalf yeah and yet not helping you at all yeah. Well, the key to that is is having that that like awareness of your body and like learning to listen to your body, which is all about slowing down, which is something we don't do great. No, we don't. Back and to that what we were talking about earlier, instant gratification, man. Exactly. It's a whole society, it's a societal problem. Right. And it's affecting health on like a grand scale. I mean, because when you go into everybody's looking for a program and then there's always like a goal and there's an end date, but like really, you have to treat your health and your fitness as like this is just a way of being it's a true lifestyle it's a way of doing it like it doesn't end like you you set up goals and markers along the way but it's like once you're into it like you find new ways to make maybe it's not that pr maybe it's not like getting that weight on the scale like it's like well fuck i want to be able to move my shoulder better or like i want to be able to do like i don't know maybe more push-ups or something just like be able to move my body better i've really transitioned to where i'm so focused on like aging gracefully and like I really want to live till I'm 100. I decide I'm going to live till I'm 100, but I want to get the most out of those years. I don't want to be a decrepit 100. Like, I want to be able to, like, do cool shit when I'm 100. Right. Um, (laughs) I was like, there's four stories in there that I feel like I know, man. My mind is so ADD, Megan. Like, I'm just over here. I'm over there. Look, and this is going to be a very just (laughs) crazy conversation because that's how I go. That's good. Um, I was going to say, starting with one of my clients, similar thing. My favorite thing to do is after I stretch one side is to leave them undone yeah so i stretch the right leg and not their left yeah people have weird things about that but like well yes i have some <laughs> ocd people in my life too that <laughs> not even Megan. exactly do the other one three more times i'm yeah. like yeah i'll get it but I, I purposely leave them i said feel the difference in your leg they go yeah man it feels great i'm like no stop and explain that to me what does oh. that feel like they're like oh, it feels longer it feels lighter i feel like i can move it easier yeah. but it feels more relaxed so i feel like i don't want to move it 
And so I make them tell me what that feels like. Yeah. Because I say the, the thing is, is all I've done is stretch muscles. Those muscles cross those joints. The muscles get tight, approximates the joints, mm-hmm. just grinds in, you know, into that. That's why we end up with arthritis and wearing out our meniscus and everything. It's all because of what I believe is tight muscles. And I'm sure <laughs> chiropractors would say alignment and everybody else has their thing. Yeah. But if I can prevent and make you aware of your body. Yeah. And you can self-correct that. Then. Yeah. Then I'm out. That's a good way to have that conversation with somebody where it's like there's real physical feedback there in real time. It's like, all right, well, one side's tight, one side's loose. Feel the difference. Yes. And everyone wants a prescription. Yeah. And so they want to go like, how many stretches should I do? How many times a day? Just, and I'm sure trainers deal with this on a daily basis as well. Uh, yeah. 10 reps, 12 reps, 15, what's the perfect number? I'm like, if I tell you to do 12 reps and you're not stretched out, you need to do more. Yeah. And if I tell you to do 15 and you can only get through five and you feel like a failure, you're going to stop stretching. Right. So what's the number? You get to decide. Let me empower you to listen to your body. And if it hurts, touch your toes because your hamstrings are tight. And I tell you to do some stretches. After 10, can you touch your toes comfortably? Right. There's your number. <laughs> That's go so true. F- go forth. And it may change as you develop. Like, it's evolving. And if you li- and you lifted the day before and you're more sore, if you're not hydrated, if you didn't sleep, there's a thousand things that change your yeah. recovery and your performance. And so that is about being self-aware. Yeah. And applying what you know. My job is to teach you what you should know about your body. Yeah. I, I really run into that, especially on nutrition. When you're having that nutrition conversation with somebody, everybody wants to know, what should I eat and how much of it should I eat? It's like, ah, God, like, I'm like, so there's, I always categorize it as like, you have like a baker who like needs like a recipe and they need to follow like the directions, but then you have like maybe like a chef or maybe like a cook and a chef, whatever you want to say, but I say like a baker and a chef, but like a chef is just like, oh, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Oh, that smells good. That feels good. Like you really start to listen to yourself and it's like what feels right. You just kind of eyeball it. And that's how I approach it. Like whether it's my training or my nutrition or like when I'm coaching people, like I'll tell them like, if you need that type of structure, then I'm probably not the coach for you because like, that's not what I'm teaching you. I'm teaching you like what to eat and like how to do things. And like, we're learning patterns and we're like, we're learning concepts. I'm not going to tell you go eat 30 grams of carbohydrates post training. Like some people want to do that, but it's like, that's not me. I'm not going to do that. You need to learn to listen to your body and figure out what it's telling you. Yeah. Because what feels good is what you're going to stay with. Yeah. We want to eat food that tastes good. So if I tell you to eat something that you absolutely hate, you're going to hate me, you're going to hate the food, and as soon as you get a chance to get off your, quote, diet, right. you're done. 100%. If you can cook it just slightly differently to where you enjoy it, and you actually choose it and crave it, yeah, and start to feel your taste change, 100%. different story. I found it's easier to add things in than to take them out. It's like, let's add some healthy stuff in and, like, slowly take the stuff out, or, like, let's re- slowly start weaning them off. Like, I have a client, she... uh she loves pop popsicles and like <laughs> like the old school freeze pops like in the like the plastic she loves them shits she'll fucking sit there and she'll she says she'll have like 10 or 11 of them it's like well you're just consuming all sugar Absolutely. so all right well can we do like just like five a day like can we get that down to five and then now she's down to like two and then that she barely even has them now but it was like this slow reduction as we added a few healthy things in well it's easy to overwhelm i think whether you're talking nutrition you're talking movement in your body you're talking health in general it's easy to overwhelm that's why people like a program yeah that's why they want the prescription they're like look i should i be vegan should i be paleo should i does it matter is Uh, keto really that bad is keto for me is keto not for me it's like it's polarizing right everyone's extremely just passionate about it which i'm down with like yeah. get passionate get excited when it gets dogmatic exactly <laughs> like, we can't be friends i'm like yeah. fine yeah. you know i was like people get really passionate about it i was like which is true anytime that you really believe something and it's changed if it's changed you it's hard not it to must share be better for everybody well i mean i'm guilty of i was that. like we all are we yeah. all are and i mean i don't care i always say whether it's food it's religion it's love whatever it is if you're super jazzed about it yeah i was like new to jujitsu been doing <laughs> it for less than a year yeah. Now I get the memes. Yeah. Now I'm like, <laughs> they all make I sense. get it. Oh, oh my gosh. Mind yes, blown. exactly. And then what do I do on, you know, family vacations and stuff? I'm like, oh, you just ticked me off for your naked joke. You know, I'm like, <laughs> and they're like, you're weird. We're just on a cruise ship, you know? I mean, so it becomes the, the thing that drives us crazy and, yeah. and, and it fuels our lives. I was like, but people want a prescription. Yeah, they I really was like, do. They want to be told because they don't want to be wrong and they don't want to waste their time because time is so precious. Yeah. And so my job in there is not to overwhelm them with the 93 things that are wrong with their body. Yeah. But let's start with that one complaint you came in with. Right. And let's just do these two stretches. Yeah, start somewhere. Or these three. And just, yeah, and start small. Because it comes back to hope again. Yeah. If I can give you an immediate result, if you can get off that table and your back pain's gone. Now, guess what? I didn't 
heal your back pain. I didn't change any movement patterns, but I gave you space in your body yeah. to move better. Yeah. Now you've got to go move well. You're giving hope. You're, you're a hope dealer. You're a neighborhood of hope dealer. Difference maker. Difference so, maker. Yeah, you're the difference maker. On my business card. That's right. A couple people thought I was a little corny when I put it on there, but I got excited. It I says like it. Megan Sanders, owner slash difference maker. Yeah. Because I can't make the whole difference. I can't make you choose every day. I can't make you decide, but I can show you a way. Yeah. And I hope I can give you enough change in your body that you think, I, c- I can do crazy stuff when I'm 100. Yeah. There's hope. I can yeah. do this. You're still going to have to choose it yeah. every day, but there is a way. People need hope. I like that because that title ties into like a larger purpose you can read that and you can very clearly see that you are driven by like a larger purpose and that's one of the hardest things especially like as an entrepreneur and in business is to find that that purpose to drive you because shit gets hard and when it does like if you don't have that then it's like what's it for so that's why so many people quit right i mean agreed how long have you been in business now um, Sub-Zero for six years. Yeah, Sub-Zero for six years. I mean, you've gone through, and you've expanded, which going from one to two is like, you talk to any business owner, like, that's the hardest thing. And, right? I, and I just purchased the business a year and a half ago. Yeah. So I'm, I never sought out to be a business owner. I sought out to change lives. Right. And I thought I had a better opportunity to change more lives more frequently, more often. Yeah. And expand that and have a bigger reach. Right. If I had the opportunity to do things my way. And that's what full, like fuels you, right? Like you want to change lives and like add value and like solve problems, like make a difference. I, s- I say I'm a fixer. Yeah. So if you come in and you say my back hurts, I'm your girl. Yeah. And I can find that and I can fix that. And maybe not all in one session and maybe not for forever and ever. Yeah. But we'll have a plan and a path. What I'm not is when people come in, they're like, oh, I'm just exhausted. I need to have a nice rub down. I am yeah. not your like girl. That's not, that's not I have it. like four different business cards for other people that are great at putting people to sleep to tinkly music. Yeah. And there's a place for that. There's a place for closing your eyes, exhaling. Yeah, it all serves getting a lost. purpose. Absolutely. Increased circulation, better rest, better sleep, decreased tension. Great. Yeah. That is not my passion. <laughs> and I'm, I'm finally at a f- place of freedom where I can say, I don't like rubbing people. Yeah. I don't, I don't do the skin rubby, dubby, lotiony. Yeah. Ooh, isn't that nice? No, it's not nice. You know why? Because <laughs> your hip doesn't move. And I'm going to show you why and how, and we're going to fix that. Right. And you're going to like me more tomorrow. Right. Well, maybe in two days. You might be a little sore tomorrow. But that's such, a, that's such an important thing to like come to terms with to realize like what you will and will not do you know what i mean because especially like when you're first coming up like you want to take everything you, you pay the dues yeah you gotta do everything but then it's like you know what man like you get to a point to where it's like all right well i don't really want to do that and like that's not where my passion is and i can help more people doing this or also you start if somebody wants something and it's like they're not serious you can start like firing clients it's like listen i can't really help you because you're not really serious about this right now I mean, you just reach this point to where it's like you won't put up with the shit anymore because you know what your purpose is and you know how to get there and i'm i've gotten to the point and then like i said it was been very freeing it was actually another therapist who said i'm a really good cup of tea i may not be your cup of tea yeah that's cool but i'm a great cup of tea and so i will say that openly the very first visit i'm like here's what i'm about here's what i want to do here's how i'm going to do it this is either going to be your answer or it's not and if you decide i am not your hands and this is not your answer, I can still see you in the streets and go, hey, what up, Adam? Yeah. Hope your shoulder's doing great. No harm, no foul. I hope you find the hands or the path that works for you. Yeah. Because there's a lot of amazing places in St. Louis that are doing wellness. Yeah. Very cool things happening out there. Yeah. You could bleed banks dry on loans with how many cool modalities there are out there if you wanted to put them all in their spaces. Holy cow. Right? You really could. And, and so I had to have a real honest conversation when I bought the business about who I wanted to be. And I'm like, I keep saying, Megan, stay in your lane, stay in your lane. Because I'm still, when it comes to cool stuff, you know, I'm like, squirrel, ooh, that'd be awesome. It's all out there, man, yeah. There's so many cool things that make a difference in the body. There's a thousand ways to skin a cat. There's a thousand ways yeah. to make positive change in your body from nutrition, from just good sleep. Yeah. You know? So there's, so huge. There's lots of amazing ways to do it. Who am I? Right. I'm decreased pain, increased movement. Yeah. The end. That's the simple. End. Once you define that, how like how freeing was that? Yeah, it's amazing because when people are like, do you want to do oxygen therapy? No. no, 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 I do not. No. Yeah, I was like, do you want to add in? No, no, I do not. No, you know. Yeah, I think in like uh, in my ideal like recovery space is like the cryo. We talked about like mm-hmm. having like a sauna, and then uh, maybe like the the contrast baths. 
and like you have you have the Normatec pads back here, like the suit, and then maybe like some inversion tables. There's not really like a ton that you need. Like I don't know, maybe if you wanted to have like a shake plate, that's like right. small space. Right. But do you know what your answer is right there? What's that? Circulation. Circulation's that's yeah. the key, right? Yeah. That's the delivery of the good and the out with the bad. Circulation, oxygenation is everything. Yeah. And that's why we love cryo. What? Vasoconstriction systemically pulls all the junk out of your system. Yeah. Vasodilation when you get out, all yeah. that increased blood flow, yummy endorphins on board, holistic leave, four to six hours, decreased pain. I didn't cure anything. Right. People are like, that's magic. But I'm like, it's good. science. Yeah. But it's a three minute science. Right. And it's not a take your clothes off, get hot, get sweaty, get, you know, whatever for a workout yeah. to get the endorphin release. So it's kind of cheating the system sometimes because I have people that have said, and it scared me to death because I had to get on my educational high horse. She goes, oh my gosh, I can burn 500, 800 calories after cryo. I've yeah. quit the gym. Yeah. I said, oh, oh please, oh, please don't quit don't the gym. Do no, yeah. I was like, that does nothing for your <laughs> cardiovascular health, ma'am. Or just go, go atrophy. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I was like, but there's a, there's a, there's a benefit to it and it yeah. helps free you up to keep going hard, to keep doing more the next day yeah. and to keep reaching your goals. And that became a catalyst for me. Yeah. So like I said, I owned it a year and a, uh, for only a year and a half now, but when it started in 2013, we were the first one in Missouri. Yeah. But you started it here, right? So yes. like, even though you yes. bought it, right? I mean, you still very much like. I'm the one that brought it to St. You Louis. You brought it to St. Louis. Yeah. Like you fucking, you were boots on the ground. You expanded the team. Like you were doing all the work just without like the owner title, but you're still fucking. Yeah. I was the person because the owners were out of state. So. Right. So it was me. the financiers, essentially. Right, right. Got yeah. it. And so I learned a lot what was right about the system, wrong, what we could do differently. That's a whole what, camp. What order to do it in, all that kind of stuff. And yeah. so I learned things the hard way and definitely uh, got taken advantage of, got used and abused. Right, I mean, yeah. and all that comes with learning. Right. You know? And that's, so that's the whole, like, entrepreneurial journey. Like, you have to learn all of that to, like, become a good leader, right? Which is, I guess, like, that's how you scale a business is through leadership. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. That's such a challenge. <laughs> I was like, for me, that's the fun thing. Um, I like to read people. Yeah. I was like, I hope. And then this is case in point. One of my employees just reminded me today. He said, uh, he goes, I want every person to be like this woman that came in. He goes, she started talking about, oh, I guess I'm here to try cryo. And I guess I'm kind of hurting. She tried to explain her path and what she'd been struggling with. And she goes, yeah. and I just feel, I said, like, like less of yourself. And she goes, oh my gosh, like nobody gets it. Nobody has it because the pain's stealing away your joy and then you're getting depressed and because you hurt, it's, yeah. you can't sleep and then you get depressed because you're not sleeping and anxiety because you're not Vicious running and, and she's in this, like, you know, at the top of the toilet on the flush. Yeah. She's on her way down. She's spiraling and she's like, oh my gosh, someone saw me. And just that moment, that connection, that human connection. Yeah. Because cryo's a machine. Right. It's a button you push. There's, yeah. there's no magic behind That's that. That's not where the magic is. No. I was like, I had the opportunity to do cryo, do Normatec, put her on my table, do body work, and invest in somebody's story. Yeah. And she's a different person when she walks in. Yeah. Because it goes back to that hope. 100%. And you know what else is there? Like, you're, you have, like, great energy, right? You're a very positive person, right? Thanks. You're trying to make different, like, you're trying to make a difference and change lives. And that, like, you radiate that. And, like, when you're sharing physical space with a human, like that will change your day and like there there's an effect with that right i mean how many times does somebody walk in like the room they're in a bad mood and it brings down the whole fucking room right the opposite is is the same right so i think that's like so powerful just to be around a human being who understands you and sees you and is meeting you where you are and then like just one they're helping you like physically but they're also like you're helping people like in a way like that's intangible that they're not probably thinking about when they come in right and so when you say purpose yeah, yeah, that's Body it. works my avenue to get into the opportunity, and which is an honor, yeah. to walk alongside someone in their journey. Yeah. Sometimes it's a journey back to health, um, sometimes wellness, sometimes rehab, sometimes they need a safe place. And guess what? We're a hands-off society now. Right. I'm like, I wrote my master's thesis on massage and touch and the release of oxytocin and calming factors. Yeah. And we don't touch anymore. We don't. And I'm a hugger. And so I creep people out because I put my hands on you. Yeah. And it's 20 seconds through like oxytocin. I'm like, 13 seconds. Keep counting. Seven so more important. seconds. And, like, you can we – were, we were, when we were in uh, in Tennessee, like, the guy uh, – so Dave Whitley is who we sat down with. And I've heard this before, but, like, so we hugged it out at the end. He's like, you're a hugger? I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm a hugger. I don't hug as much around here in the Midwest because the Midwest aren't a bunch of huggers. Mm -hmm. But when I'm in, like – LA or somewhere like I'm hugging everybody dude like I don't know it's just, just I, I always joke I was meant to be European I was like because everybody hugs and kisses everybody's mwah, mwah, yeah I'm like yeah. get over here we're so weird here especially in the Midwest right and um 
so he said that you know oftentimes you can people when we greet each other like we're we have our defenses up and we'll do certain things and it's kind of like guarded but it's like with, with i guess the left hand on the top and the right hand under it's like you're like heart to heart and like there's like even a difference in that and like wow. the exchange of the energy and like sure. you could even feel it like we went this way and we hugged and then like we went this way <laughs> and we hugged and like there was just like it just fit better it's right. really weird right. so i don't know man we've we're in this society where like we don't like to talk about feelings and like touching is weird and um a lot this conversation becomes like really like woo woo and fruity and people don't people don't want to have it yeah yay hippies <laughs> I'm, right? I'm super hippie so when did you make that transition of um like because you have a very like traditional medical background right Absolutely, like yeah. physical therapy but you, you you've transitioned more like a holistic you know lens to things like what was that transition for you like what was that catalyst yeah i always actually wanted to be a massage therapist and so the joke is uh-huh. i have to have two licenses because i can't keep my hands to myself <laughs> so i could like i'm a professional it's okay <laughs> um but i used to rub my grandpa's back okay and he'd say oh i'll give you a quarter if you rub my back i'd be like hold on i can make money loving people this is amazing oh. You know, when? so I was so excited. Yeah. And um, when I graduated from high school, uh, I was a little bit young. And my mom was like, I don't think I want my just turned 17 year old daughter rubbing strange men. Yeah. So how about physical therapy? <laughs> and, you know, so that's how I went to PT school. But as soon as I graduated with my master's, I ran out. And first thing I did was get my massage license. And I started, I, my promise in the physical therapy world was, because it's, it's workout, it's pain. I'm putting you in positions your body doesn't like to go. That's I always so say, good. whatever pain I put you into. I promise I'll take you out of before we're done. Yeah. Like. You'll y- leave feeling you, better. You give me your hurt and I'm going to fix it before we leave. Yeah. And I found out I'm a better fixer. Than so. a breaker. Yeah. Destroyer. Which is why I'm terrible at mixed martial but arts. But now you're doing, yeah, so now you're doing <laughs> jujitsu and you like take your, take and I apologize. The and in, I apologize the entire time. I'm so sorry. Is I'm this so okay? So <laughs> tap early, tap early. Yeah. You're too kind hearted for that. Yeah. I'm not tough enough. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. But at least you're getting the work in. Yes, exactly. At least you're getting. How long have you been doing jujitsu? I say a year. Almost a year. It can be addicting. It is, it and I don't get totally I don't addicting. get to it nearly as much because my gym is about an hour from my home, and oh, that's a, that's I got a two munchkins, so I got to prioritize being yeah. a mom on top of a you know? jujitsu killer. Yeah, do what you got to do. Got to exactly. do what you got to do. But yeah, I like I, I just really like the 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 holistic approach because to your point earlier like we're in such a society of instant gratification and unfortunately the traditional model of healthcare is really sick care and it's like a it's a reactive model and it's a prescription based model unfortunately a lot of times so everyone wants that pill that's really just a band-aid it doesn't really address the problem it doesn't cover any root mm-hmm. causes of anything but like right. we're finding more and more and science is finally starting to like uh, like back what people have known for so like generations of people have known this, but like the holistic approach, like when you're looking at sleep and you're looking at movement and you're looking at recovery and you're looking at nutrition, you're looking at all of these things, like that's where the benefit and the magic really is. Right. Well, the thing I love about the human body that we touched on earlier is it has the ability to take care of itself. Yes. It's so efficient. We just have that. to slow down and allow it to do so. Right. There's the sleep, right? And the whole idea we haven't touched on any of this, intermittent fasting, the ways we stop adding things into our body, and our body can do all the things it needs to do. And Yes. Do, I mean, you, do, do you do IF? I do. Okay. I do. Yeah. What, so what's your, what's your protocol? Like? Uh, I was like, I'm usually a 12 to 6. Okay. So um, did the keto diet last fall. Yeah. Challenged myself to um, eight weeks of it, step off of it, see how things moved and changed in my body, and then see how long it took when yeah. I'm going back to clean eating with good healthy carbs which carbs are allowed and healthy and beautiful carbohydrates um, are totally fine exactly they're it's not the, the devil right kind. you want the right kind exactly um right time of day depending on what you're doing depending on your body type depending your on your activity a lot of level things. yeah like right which is why people get overstimulated when we try to and they want a program yeah because they like don't have time to think and play frankenstein with themselves right they yeah. want a professional to tell them it's a living document like you know it's like maybe you need more carbs today and not tomorrow like how active were you today if you weren't very active today it's okay maybe not to eat a whole bunch today because you don't have that same nutritional need today or you know what i mean just listen to your body you right know, um which all comes back to the slowing down slowing. and paying attention and when your alarm goes off and you're jumping out the door to get to some place and wrestle some kids and throw them into a car and scream and did you forget your homework and you're signing papers as you drop them off the last thing i thought about was did i pack my shake yeah, we're moving faster and faster as a society, but we're becoming we're becoming more and more distant. 
And I feel like what we're learning is that you do need to slow down and that the real path to health is like a return back to home, which what I mean by that is return back to nature, which is like take your shoes off and go walk in the grass. Yeah. Go get sunlight, like get good water, like get the sleep, like move your body, like go out in the woods and go for a walk because there's actually no benefit to like, yeah, you're walking, but you don't, there's, there, there's no, it, I can't remember what the study was, but there's like a difference. Right. And like, if you go for like a 15 minute walk in the woods versus like a 15 minute walk in the city, like you get all these great benefits from walking in the woods that you do not get in the city at all, other than you're just getting steps in. Sure. Right. So we're connected. Like there's this connectedness to nature that I feel like we're trying to like return to and slowly you're seeing like this whole health space move in that direction. Well, I think we already inherently know it. We just don't name it. Right. Because when people say I want to go on vacation, what do they want to do? They want to be by an ocean. They want to hear it. They want to yeah. they want to be hiking. They want to escape. And when they talk about escaping, we're actually talking about plugging back in, right? Yeah. To the source, to where we should be. Where we should be. Right. Yeah. And, so, and so maybe we should be vacationing to work and vacationing to the city and vacation. And that's a different yeah. lifestyle. And, and we all do what is required and that's not always an option. Yeah. But again, that comes with an awareness. Yeah. To Some of that's the American lifestyle. I mean, we live in a very Puritan society. It's great. I'm sorry. I cut you off, man. No, I'm no. sorry. No, keep going. <laughs> but no, you're right. It's just the fucking, what, what we do in America. I love working hard. I love living in the land of opportunity, but fuck man. Like, what is it, this thing where it's like, you need to work eight hours a day and you have to go to these four walls and sit in this cubicle and do this. And it's like, man, I always, I like to say like work is like what you get to do, not a place you have to go. And like when you're, I don't even like what I do, people are like, man, you're always doing all this and that. And it's like, I don't feel like I'm doing anything. Like I do a lot of shit, but it's like, I don't feel like I'm doing anything. Cause it doesn't, I don't equate it to work. I just equate it to like making change and building, like creating value and just like producing and creating like, I don't know. It's just how you look which, at it. Which doesn't work for you because you enjoy it, which goes back to purpose. Yeah. goes back to purpose. Same idea. I always... And it's I not always work. I used to tell my people uh, whenever I was um, a manager over th- five different physical therapy clinics, if you can love what you do or love who you do it with, yeah, it's a win. It doesn't feel like the waste of time that eight hours can feel like when you're at a job. But if you can love who you do it with and love what you do, yeah, you win. You really do. You win. Because then you get to, con- well, for me, what I value is connecting with people. And so if I can connect with my coworkers, if I connect, they're my family. Like if their bodies are broken, I'm broken. Yeah. For everybody who works for me, which most of them who do are, I have two triathlons. I have M- two MMA fighters. I have, you know, so they're always broken down palaces anyway. Yeah. They're some of the most elite, highly trained pieces of junk <laughs> when it comes work. to their bodies. Yeah. Right. Even though they're doing everything right. So um, if I can't put hands on you, if I can't stretch you, if I can't keep my family all taken care of. Yeah. I mean, that's home base, right? And so we protect home first and then we move out from there. And so if I can invest in them and show them that value, I hope that trickles, you know, becomes a ripple. I strive to have your level of empathy in this world. Oh, it's really, really painful sometimes. It's so, but I'm, I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum to where like, I almost have no fucking empathy. Like we're a balance in the universe. We really are. We really are. Which is why part of the reason why I started this podcast, because I feel like it's so important to connect with people. Mm-hmm. And we, as we kind of talked about, like there's almost like the stigma with connection and having that conversation and like people feel weird, like doing these, like even just hugging. Mm-hmm. And like, for me, I don't have this natural sense of empathy, but like I wanted to start this podcast to connect with people and to start like developing perspective and to like, develop that sense of empathy and it's been a little over a year now and like i feel like it's working tremendously but that's why i only do all these in person because there's something about sitting in a room with somebody and sharing energy Absolutely. and it's so important like you use it or lose it you know what i mean like if you're not connecting with people it can become hard to connect with people right so the more you do it the better you get at it you know what i mean which, which then we're going to start talking about social media and everything else where i know a whole bunch of people i've never met but, but, but what I know about them isn't always the truth. It's the truth they've allowed that themselves they've allowed to share. To yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which then just becomes that um, I want to sidestep all that and figure out where that came from. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I like to meet people in real life because it's like then I can really get a vibe. It's like, oh, I get it. Like you have like 100,000 followers, but you're super unhappy with your life. And like you're just a person. Like it's really cool to like have those ideals shattered to like see it's like we're all just people 
trying to figure this shit out, man. Absolutely. And like, if you can come from that place, like, that's a huge difference. Well, everything is also, everything else is less offensive. Yeah. At that point. Just don't take anything personal. Well, I and I talked to one of my clients earlier today about that and said something along the same lines and said, I get all worked up about this stuff and I've really yeah. got to step back in those moments because it so wasn't about what they did to me because it had nothing to do with me. Yeah. It's how I perceived it, what I took away from it. And the hardest thing is you can't control people's perceptions. Nope. Nope. We all have one. Like this exact exactly. experience, you and I have a different, we'll have a different recollection of it. Absolutely. Just Absolutely. how it is. Yeah. Have you read the book on um, the four agreements? No. I think it's by Don Miguel Ruiz and it's a very short book. It's a quick read, but it's, it's very like powerful. Just like it, Imply like by implementing like these four simple agreements off the top of my head. It's like don't take anything personal. Um, never assume anything. Um, always be impeccable with your words. So just like always, just like speak positive. Like don't speak negative. And then um, I can't remember what the fourth one was. Ah, dang. Three agreements for you, then. I got three. I know. What was it? Don't take anything personal. Don't assume. I don't know. Either way. Either way. It's a good place to start because once you get the three down, you can always add the fourth. I can always. Uh, yeah. Oh, always do your best. No matter what it is, always do your Ooh. best. Yeah. So That's like my favorite. Just those four simple things. So it's just like very simple concepts can can really like can like radically shift like the way you do things and the way you view the world. And I always say like comparison is the thief of joy. Absolutely. Which is like I don't know, that social media is the, the greatest fucking dealer life of killer. comparison. Yeah. yeah absolutely. <laughs> it's the biggest life suck emotionally. Yeah, man. That we're all addicted to. Yeah, we always And even when you try to step away from it. You have to step back in to figure out how to. Yeah. It somehow gets you still. Do you remember when the internet first came around and you, like you're like on chat, you'd be like, "BRB, be right back," because like the internet was a place like you you weren't ever there. Like you log on. We still log on. Now we're always on. Right. Now we're not off. <laughs> There's no off. Like now we unplug. Like <laughs> so weird. That, but you said it. You said it perfect earlier. We plug in to nature, and that's really where we want to be. Right. Man, that's powerful. So, do you um do you listen to podcasts or are you like? If I had time, I totally would. Yeah, I, you're so busy. I don't follow anything, anyone ever. What? Like, Not even Joe Rogan, who sends you, me more. That's fine. Sends me more business than anyone else. Yeah. Number I one bet. question: Who's? How'd you find out about cryotherapy? Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan experience. Like. That's good for you. That guy. Dude. Well, here's I found like the the busier I am or the more I create, I have a hard time consuming things. So I got to really like take that time to uh, like with the 75 hard, I'm reading 10 pages a day. I try to listen to audible books. I don't listen to as many podcasts. I was going to say I'm audible and okay. I read. So that's what I wanted All to know. All the time. What's your jam? Like, wh okay. So not podcast reading even better. I mm -hmm. fucking love reading. So like, what I'm, are you reading? What yeah. are you turning to? Like, what, what do you got? Um, oh what are some man. of your favorites? Yeah. I, I, there's so many. I know I just put you on the spot, but like, well, it really it, depends if I'm, if I'm really wanting to be entertained, <laughs> you yeah. know, like I love fiction. I love historical fiction. Okay. I'm addicted to World War II. Yeah. So the idea of struggle mm -hmm. and suffering and how it um, starts to open us up and show us our true colors. Yeah. Make, um, same thing with like post-apocalyptic stuff. If you really get into it. Oh my gosh, if I, if I couldn't get to the grocery, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to hit up a Walgreens and get all the anti-inflammatory and all the antibiotics. And I'm going to become the keeper of and, like, everybody's got to play. And like, I think yeah. about who you're going to be. Am I going to still help people? Am I going to still be as giving? Yeah. If the resources weren't the same. Yeah. Like a study of like true human, human nature. nature. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So when we're in a place, do I become more selfish? Who do I protect first? Man, What's no. truest at my core? So anyway, so that's my way of relaxing. Doesn't that sound <laughs> lovely? And, and so I have I have a stack that's of a deep conversation. I, I know <laughs> you don't have enough time on this podcast. I have I have ten books by my bathtub. Yeah. I'm an Epsom salt soaker every night. Sometimes okay. with a baking soda. Right. That's my my part What's of my the recovery. Oh, alkaline. Oh, adds alkalinity to the water. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, so it helps absorption that. and helps dial everything down it's a detox so okay that makes sense I mean, whenever i was cutting weight i always did the epsom salt with rubbing alcohol oh to absolutely like lose the water yeah i'm like this i don't want to like do anything on the day of a weigh-in and that's good for a solid four or five pounds usually absolutely yeah so so the baking soda helps you absorb the epsom salt oh yeah so you get that magnesium wow. right i love it um it's so vital Yep. So I was like, I'm a soaker. And then I grabbed the book. So yeah. I have like Girl, Wash Your Face by Rachel Hollis. You know, all the yeah. girl positive, yeah. how to set healthy boundaries, <laughs> how to stop comparing ourselves because um, it's affectionately called crazy girl head. Is that what that's called? Yes, I that's, have. I have a really <laughs> big case of crazy. Terminology. Right. One of my one of my best friends gave that to me. He's like, hey, turn off the crazy girl head. Yeah. And 
move forward and think logically through this. And it's always a call back to myself. You have to have an, a close enough relationship with someone for them to be able to call you a crazy girl. Yeah. Because you never call a girl crazy. <laughs> it's a bad move. No. I learned that no. one. Because then you find the violent side of the girl. And then well, we then we end up acting crazy. So the economy of the human. Yes, exactly. Do you are you an, are you like an evening reader? Do you typically read before bed? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. I have a hard time. I like so like for me, I'm I wake up in the morning and like I'm good to go. Like boom. By the end of the day, I'm so fucking drained. It's like a battery. Like I'm full, and then by the end of the day, I'm done. I try to read in the evening, and I just end up. It's, it's a struggle. Sometimes I've had to like get my ten pages in at the end of the day. It is so hard for me. But uh, do you, so do you read nonfiction and fiction yes. in the evening? Yes. Okay. Depending on kind of what I need, what I feel like I need for that day. Okay. Do I have the energy to dial into something? Yeah. And I call it marinating. So sometimes I'll, if it's something nonfiction of self-help or, you yeah. know, any of that kind of stuff and I grab it and I'm a two or three page maybe. Oh, really? So I sit there and I read that again. I'm a highlighter and I'm a note taker in my books. You're very active and I, reading. Uh, yeah, and I circle and I think, did I really, nah, what did I mean by that? Why did I grab onto that line? Uh, Is that something important? Yeah. Maybe I should think about that. So I marinate on that for a while. Yeah. Decide if that has value or doesn't have value. If that really applies to me, why do I think it applies to me? Yeah. Very introspective with it. Oof. It's a good way to go, though. I mean. It's a lot happening. Some people are scared to do that. I've asked it's, people, like, have you ever gone floating before? Like, you're just, you're just laying there? Like, why well, don't – I'm like, what do you – like, it blew me away to figure out that people are scared to be alone with themselves. Yeah, we don't know how to be with ourselves. Yeah. One of my friends swimming, swim laps, worst part of their day because it's silence. I love it. Oh, my goodness. If you're happy plugging in with yourself and you like asking the questions, great. Otherwise, it's uncomfortable. And let's be honest. There's times we're willing to lean into that, and yeah. there's times we can't – deal with it just yet right you know and it yeah. takes a little bit of approaching to get inside our head it takes practice to go to those depths one of uh one of my favorite relationships growing up uh a guy that really challenged me as far as how he was raised versus i was raised our beliefs were opposite in every possible way he said man you've got to get comfortable with the questions yeah you've got to get comfortable with questions i'm a i like to have a plan i like to have a vision i like to have a clear-cut goal i like i can push i can drive i can if i know what i want and so i like answers yeah there's a lot of things in life you might not ever get a, an answer to. A lot of uncertainty out there. And he's like, I'd rather have doubts and questions and concerns and be asking than think I know it all because isn't that where learning comes from? Right. Yeah, the, the moment you think you know it all. Oh, you were you're immediately off. wrong. There's just so much more I don't know than I possibly Which is exciting because that oh, means yeah. there's so much more to learn. Yeah. Now that's, that, makes, that makes life big. Yeah. That makes the mystery. It makes it, I say it's the mystery. Yeah. It makes it exciting because what's next? 100%. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been super freeing is realizing that it's okay to not be, to one, not know something and to, like, to be wrong. Like, it's okay to be wrong. Sometimes you have bad information or it's okay to change your mind. That was one of the biggest things actually I've actually probably gotten away from just like as an example from Joe Rogan is that he's totally cool with just like, yeah, like I got new information and I realized that this is better information. So I changed my stance on that. Like we're ever evolving. We don't have to be the static thing. It was like the power that we all hold. My, I feel like my best power is my power to choose. Yeah. I can, I can choose if I want to go that way. And if I can, after I've made that choice, if I don't like it, I can choose to go another way. Yeah. I can choose to believe you. I can choose to disagree. I can choose to value your opinion. Yeah. I can choose to think you're crazy. <laughs> I get to choose. 100%. And like I said, and I get to admit when I'm wrong and make a new choice. Yeah. Yeah. I try to live without assumption. I feel like that is because so much, uh, so much like heartbreak and like disappointment comes from having expectation and assuming. Right. So expectations a whole other Maybe word. expectation yeah. was a better yes. word. Like I try to live without expectation. Right. Because it just like again, it just leads to heartache and failure. It's just like just let things be what they are and accept them for as they are. I'm such a believer in potential. That's yeah. I mean, so my expectation, my heartbreak comes from looking at you, seeing something beautiful, inherently and powerful in you that I want to just grow and invest in you to watch you become. And then when you don't, yeah, I, it's I'm a difference maker. I'm not the whole difference. Yeah, not my circus, not my monkeys. And so it's been really hard for me to set boundaries because, like I said, the gift of having people on my table, I call yeah. it my horizontal bar stool. The things that come out of people's mouths, sometimes they just need a safe place to share. Yeah. And I can be that too. Now, if you don't talk, I will. Let's just say that. That's I do, okay. I don't do quiet very often. Um, <laughs> if I have the opportunity to connect with someone, then yeah. I capitalize on that. Yeah. But sometimes that ends up being as much therapy for me as it does for them. 
because I have amazing relationships yeah. with the people that surround me. And that's a gift. If you can come on my table and cry, that means I'm a safe place. That is all I can ask for, which goes all the way back to the very beginning when we talk about healthcare. The one thing I wish would change about healthcare is someone's ability to sit and listen to you. Because yeah. even if they're just coming with knee pain, they are terrified of what's going on with my knee. Because right. people, WebMD is the joke, right? Don't ever WebMD knee pain, so you know? Because exactly, out. you're like, if they're going to have to chop it off, is it cancer? Is it like we assume you the worst? Exactly, immediately. So we don't know what's going on in there. And all they want is someone to listen and go, it might not be that. Yeah. They want someone to tell the whole story to because a doctor wants to know if he has to do surgery. A chiropractor wants to adjust. A therapist wants to rub or stretch. Like we all have the thing we've been trained to do. Yeah. But to sit down and listen and have them go, and now I can't get on the floor with my grandkids. Yeah. And now I can't watch the grandkids. So now my son has to find somebody to watch the granddaughter. And now he's not going to be able to pay this. And it all came from her knee. Just this cascade and she effect. just Yeah. And she just assigned a whole bunch of stuff that has nothing to do with her knee. Yeah. We're weird like that. Humans are weird like that. There's a book called um, Why Zebras Don't Get Ulcers. <laughs> and uh, and um, I haven't read it, but the synopsis is essentially... They don't eat meat? Well, they live in the now. Oh, okay. So it's like, all right, well, a zebra, they're only at like a heightened state when they need to be. So if a lion's chasing them, they stress and they freak the fuck out and they run away. And then when there's no lion, they just go back to living. And they don't live in this constant state of thinking about what could go wrong. You know what I mean? Of like, oh man, whereas today where if, I don't know, you said the wrong thing in a business meeting, you're going to marinate over that for the next like 12 to 24 hours. And it's going to stretch you the fuck out over something that didn't even, it's done. It's over. Right. That's, you know, I'm so nervous to be here today (laughs) and having a conversation like, they're going to get this on camera. They're going to hear my voice. Like, they're going to be able to go back and say, now Megan said. Yeah. And I didn't want to misspeak. It's all right. I oh. misspeak all the time. I sound like an idiot. Probably 95% of the time. Then we can keep talking. It's totally fine. So only the people are only going to worry about what I'm saying. They're going to be like, Adam, you're fucking retard. Fucking retard. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> it's not politically correct. I shouldn't say that. I don't care. Um, it's your podcast. It is my podcast. Uh, so let me ask you this, because I, I think I would probably be, and you've already kind of glossed over it a little bit, but I would probably be, um, I don't know if this is the word remiss. I don't know. But I probably wouldn't be doing anybody any justice if I sat down with you and I didn't ask you to spell me out the benefits. Because you said it's like um, holistic leave, right? Like sure. What, what, what are the benefits that people are associating with or getting with cryotherapy? I mean, this is, I don't want to like, I didn't want this to be like the focal point of our conversation. Sure, sure. But yeah, but it's, it is part of what I do. It's a, it's a huge part of like, I mean, this is like the foundation of the business that we're in right That's, now, right? This is the fun part. It started with cryo. Yeah. And cryo was slow on the uptake in Missouri. Yeah. Because I always think everything starts on the coast, yeah. works its way in. Slow By the time it gets to the Midwest, it's been every place for 30 years. And we're like, what's this newfangled thing? <laughs> and we have no idea what it is. And everybody's terrified of it. Yeah. Um, my spiel always started with cryo is hard to explain in the sense you sound like a used car salesman. You're like, it's going to help with blood flow. It's going to help with inflammation. It's going to help like, with. Sounds like snake oil. Yeah. And yet. And still, and again, and it's only three minutes. But wait, there's more. Exactly. That's exactly what it feels like. But the huge, big, long, science-y jazz into my 30-second elevator speech is I put you in a dry ice sauna, gasiform vapor. Liquid nitrogen converts into gasiform vapor, swirls around you. I make it so cold so fast, your body can't shiver. It can't get goosebumps enough to try to protect itself or warm itself up. So it goes into fight or flight. And so we tap into that CNS response. We pull that pulls all the blood flow from the periphery and toward the core. So it pulls the inflammatory proteins, lactic acid, things um, that are muscle waste, if you will, after yeah. a workout. We help filter that out of your system. In there for three, at the max, three minutes. Usually hanging out between 225 and 250 negative degrees Fahrenheit. Right. And that doesn't hurt because there's no direct contact to the skin with like water. Or anything. Correct. It's dry. It's just that same idea between a steam room and a sauna. Right. You know how you can sit in a sauna for 15 minutes and it's warm. Yeah. But then you don't start sweating for 10, 15 minutes. You right. walk because the humidity in a steam room. Yeah. You, can you walk in and you like feel like you can't breathe. Yeah. You're drinking your air. Mm-hmm. Same idea. So it's dry in there and the cold doesn't penetrate in any more than a millimeter of your skin. Okay. So it's not like putting an ice pack or submerging in an ice bath. Right. Therefore, it's more tolerable. I'm not trying to get the cold from the outside in. Right. I'm using the cold to start a process from the inside out. Right. So it's a completely different process. There's no comparison. Yeah. It, the, the, the buzzword these days is a nice little biohack. 
Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's a little biohack. It's great. <laughs> then you can take your activated charcoal and your CBD and call it a day. You I know. know. I feel like that when I talk to people about CBD or like cannabis and just like, God, it's just such a complex conversation, but I'm just like, or just, I think if you have like a conversation about adaptogens or anything, like with anything that helps multiple things, it sounds like snake oil, but again, it just goes back to the body constantly trying to find homeostasis and some of these, and some of these things that we can kind of implement just it meets a number of deficiencies. Like maybe one thing will cause a number of things. You know what I mean? It's a catalyst. Exactly. Like we talked about magnesium. Like that's one of the number one deficiencies in people is magnesium. And that is responsible for over like 300 bodily processes. So it's like that's the root cause, but you may be experiencing this issue or this issue. And this person may be experiencing this issue and this issue, but it's just like, hey, man, try this. I promise it will probably help with something. Right. So wouldn't it be a no-brainer just to get some more magnesium somewhere in your diet, right? Yeah. Same idea behind cryo. So you said it um, correct when you were talking about adaptogens and everything else um, and a catalyst of and homeostasis. So coming back to that, whenever you step back out, you vasodilate mm-hmm. and all the oxygen rich blood shunts back out to your muscles. So better oxygenation, better perfusion, better pliability of tissues, better performance. Yes. Cause it's actually getting the nutrients it's need. The oxygen needs to perform. So you can do a pre or post-workout, but everybody goes the 500 to 800 calories. Talk to me about that again. And everybody thinks they burn it in three minutes in there. No, sorry. That's not how it works. Yeah. It's the fact that your core temp Right. It's going to be raised trying to get back to homeostasis. Right. That burns the excess calories. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So so just uh, to recap, maybe in layman's terms, so I understand it. So essentially, we're, we're applying like an extreme cold to the surface, mm-hmm. which is going to then cause like a rush of uh, blood to kind of draw from the surface and go to our core, right? And then that's going to cause... Um, because of that, you're getting like uh, more like refreshed blood, essentially. It's better oxygenated. It's, drawn, it's when it rushes back to the surface when you get out and all that blood goes from the core back to your limbs and back to the surface. Then you're getting like a fresher, cleaner blood, essentially, which is doing all of this repair work. Just a super oxygenated right. blood. Yes. Okay. And so your endorphins are on board and that's where the anti-inflammatory properties come in. Yes. Is, so. that, is that also activating like heat? Uh, cold shock proteins during that process. Yeah, I was like, so it was actually on Joe Rogan's yeah. experience that Rhonda Patrick was on there. And I love she wrote like a thirty-page paper. Yeah, I, man, and I, there and there's like she's so smart. I know, like <laughs> neuroepinephrine and alpha nicosine factor and all these things. I'm kind of like, um, I'm just a physical therapist, not a biochemist, you know. So, Dude. but I'm glad that there's people out there who can look at it and bring the science yeah. behind it. So the people who are like, so what's this cold thing you want me to do? Yeah, I'm like, trust me, it's good. Yeah. I do the sauna a lot because of all the information she's given out about it and just all the benefits. The infrared? Um, I use just, just the regular. Re- I just use a regular sauna. From my understanding, I know the infrared is supposed to maybe like penetrate a little bit deeper, but depending on wavelengths, far near infrared. Yeah. yeah, but from my understanding, I don't. I don't know if if there's like a much of a greater benefit between that and just a regular sauna. I don't know. I like a regular sauna. Yeah, I haven't set up. I have an infrared in my house. So yeah, I just know I love it. Yeah, you like it. I sweat like a beast, and I move and I twist, and it opens me up. And which is how much are those? Are they are are the infrareds more expensive than the regular saunas, or is it vice versa, or are uh, they about the same? I haven't priced out a regular one. Uh, okay. I was like, I have a two-person infrared. It was about five grand. Oh shit. So yeah, but those things are so nice. You got the music and lights and everything in yeah, there. Oh, yeah, they're, they're so nice. They're so so sweet. I'm hoping at our new location in Chesterfield to add infrared. Yeah. And we have a couple other sexy things up our sleeves. That contrast is just so huge. I mean, right. people get so many benefits from that. I mean, gosh, just implementing that one modality will change lives. Hope so. Just Which real. is the whole point. Yeah. You're killing it. You're killing it, Megan. That's all I'm hoping. So, all right. Well, I want to be respectful of your time. This has been such a fantastic conversation. You're so you. worried and we're fucking crushing it. <laughs> no. So, um, tell the people, you know, how they can, you know, check out the facility and, you know, if they wanted to get a hold of anybody here, like, what's the info? Like, um, this time is yours. Like, if there's anything you want to plug or yeah, promo or anything yeah. like so that. Yeah, so subzero-wellness.com is our website. That's where you find us. We're on Facebook, Subzero STL and Subzero Wellness Chesterfield. So yeah. those are our two locations. Uh, the Chesterfield location, hoping to open our new location by November 1st, if not a couple of weeks earlier. Okay. And we'll have three therapists on staff. So we'll be offering Thai massage and Reiki and oh, nice. some energy work. Nice. plugging in there which is not my gift or my specialty but i'm surrounding myself with people who are strong where i'm weak yeah so hopefully we can uh tap in to body mind and soul and 
Like yeah. you said, make a difference. You know what would be cool? And I don't know if, you, if the space would allow for it, but if you had like a big open space and you could host like, maybe not like all the time, but like yoga or different things there, just like really bring like this holistic approach. We have a group meditation oh, for real? that we've been doing at the St. Louis location. And our next one is September 7th. Oh, dope. And so, yeah, in the afternoon and mm, two o'clock, I want to say. Oh, you meditate? Mm-hmm. Are you leading it? No, I'm not leading it, but yes. Okay. I've, I've done it. Every month, but one that I've oh. made it here. So we How love often it. Do, you med- do you meditate on like a regular basis? Mm-hmm. Okay. How do you like to meditate? I was like, I'm an app girl. Oh, okay. I like it when people tell me what to do. So yeah. I, I talk, I listen to the voice on the, on my app and I love it called Headspace. Headspace. Okay. Love Headspace. Who is Headspace? Is that, ah, fuck, what's his name? I don't know. He's like either English or Australian or something. I just like the way he says the word bones. Oh, okay. That's great. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember who makes that, but that's supposed to be like a really good one for sure. And it's just like, were there like two minute? I was like, you can do two, three, ten. Oh, you 15. can set the time? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. And of course, the longer it gets, the less he talks. Yeah. Kind of checks in every once in a while, brings you back around, making sure you're staying focused, kind of not getting lost in your head. Yeah. It's just amazing how powerful just like rechecking in with yourself and just breathing. It just, it, it would change everything. Right. Agreed. Yeah powerful well megan thank you so much Adam. again um i think is that it do you have anything else promo Plug? i'm good Nothing? i'm good. happy you know where to find me all right right on all, all right. right everybody until next time whoa that's it i hope you guys enjoyed that episode thank you so much for tuning in if you are finding value in the podcast do me a solid go tell a friend also if you're listening on apple Podcasts. Leave a five-star rating and review. If you haven't checked out the video experience, go over to YouTube. It's Outside Perspective. And subscribe there. We're fucking crushing that content. And uh, I think you guys get a lot of cool shit out of there as well. Huge thank you to Convergence Media Group. I love having them on the team. If you are interested in also partnering with them, they do work with companies from uh, they do work with companies across all industries. What they do is they will help your brand. Uh, they will help your brand power. They will help build an internet presence. They will help with content creation and marketing and strategy. And they are fucking awesome. So go check them out, convergencemg.com. You can also go to ConvergenceMG on any social platform and connect with them there. And as always... We're brought to you by Imposed Will. Go over to imposedwill.com. If you are tired of living an average fucking life, if you know that you are capable of giving more, of doing more, then I want you to be a part of this community. So come check us out. It's imposedwill.com. Together, guys, we can build the life that you want to live, and we can help you impose your will. So imposedwill.com, we have apparel. Uh, You can use the code outside. You'll save 10% there. And, uh, yeah, guys, that's all I have for you today. I love you. I'll catch you next time. I'll see you later. Mwah.